internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Work it, make it, do it. Makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. That, 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 that don't kill me. Can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now. Cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on ya. Bang! Yeah, that's right, I'm here. Rayola Sports on the Voice of America Network. I've been waiting all week, as I always do, just for this opportunity to, of course, to get a chance to talk to all of you out there who are listening. Of course, I'm here in the Valley. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And uh, this is Voice America Sports. And uh, it, it's been a, a good week for me. Uh, I had a good weekend and wanted to kind of share some of that stuff with you guys as it pertains to, of course, sports, football little basketball, and um, I guess a little baseball. Nah, maybe not. Let me forget about the baseball. But let me say this. Are you ready for some hockey? Yeah, I said it, hockey. Ask me what the hell do I know about hockey. Not a thing, but that's okay because my main men, Bob Wookie and, of course, Dave Schultz, Bubba and the Hammer, right here on Voice America Sports. If I'm not mistaken, I've been hitting my head a few times, you know. I can always blame it on the football. Uh, I think their show starts Eastern Time at 1 p.m. on May 12th. I think that's it. It's, of course, going to be a hockey show, our first hockey show here on Voice America Sports. And uh, I'm just excited to have those guys because, as I said, I don't know a damn thing about hockey. It's a very entertaining game. I love it when I get a chance to go see it. I don't watch it much on television, but it is uh, very action-packed. Uh, a lot of good stories going to come from these guys. Of course, they're still involved with the, the teams that they play with and, and talking to a lot of guys who are playing currently. And um, I'm just very excited about it because, again, it, it is another example of us staying to the mission of bringing you the voice and allowing you to have conversation with players who played the game. I mean, I have all the respect in the world for the sports journalists that exist out there, and I appreciate all the research that they do and all the time and effort they do in preparing for their shows. But I am sick and tired of listening to guys voicing their opinions about something that they don't have a damn clue about. I mean, if it were something to do with legal, if it were a legal issue, I could voice my opinion about it, but if you want an expert in opinion, you're going to get a lawyer. I'm sorry, but if, if it was something that was medical, I could voice my opinion about it, but I'm sure if you want a true expert opinion, you're going to go to a doctor. If it was an accounting issue, hell, I might be good, but I don't think you want me to do your taxes. <laughs> so why is it that so many people feel that when you want to talk about sports, that you can't turn to people who've played the game at the highest level and who have excelled to get an expert opinion. Well, that's what I feel. And I've been a fan. I've born and raised in Canton, Ohio. All those of you who listen to me understand the fact that it's a part of my DNA. And I believe that. I believe that I have an expert opinion when it comes to the game of football. I believe that Bubba and the Hammer will bring their expert opinion when it comes to the game of hockey. It will be one you will enjoy. It will be entertaining. It will be informing. 
but it'll be what you've asked for. As the OJ said, you got to give the people what they want, and you ask for hockey, and you're going to get more and more hockey. Uh, shout out to my man Dez Clark. Chicago Bears Dez Clark continues to do his thing here. Uh, sportsman-like conduct. Dez is coming up a little bit later in the day. Dez always gives you a perspective from a player who is playing the game. Not played, not like me, old head, but somebody that is playing today. And speaking of that, uh, let me say something about somebody who's playing today. Uh, I want to give credit. I'm going to change this up to, I'm going to switch over to basketball for a second. And I want to give credit to Coach K, Duke's basketball coach. There's something happening or something that happened this year in the NBA and something that is still happening in the NBA. And I think it all started with, first of all, Coach K saved face for the NBA by putting the Olympic team together, getting some of the greatest basketball players to ever play the game to play together as a unit and to win. Yes, he saved face. We needed to win that game. We couldn't lose another gold medal in the Olympics. So he did that. But not only did he do that, but what I am so impressed about is that the basketball players that came into that program and that was a part of that Olympic gold medal team, a different group of basketball players came out of that. If you watch the way one of the greatest basketball players that ever played the game, Kobe Bryant, I'm going to throw another one in there too, LeBron James. I'm going to throw another one in there, Carmelo Anthony. And D-Wade, those four men in particular, the way they approach their NBA season this year, it is no doubt in my mind. It is an example of the way and the tutelage they were under in Coach K. And the way he coached his players, the way he was able to manage the egos. And listen, for those of you out there that think that athletes don't have egos, sun doesn't shine in the valley. You know they got egos. They all have egos. But the fact of the matter is, a great coach is able to manage those egos. He deals with them personally. And you don't say, you know, all those people, you check your egos at the door. If you've ever done anything at the highest level and you've accomplished it, you've got a little bit of confidence there. And it's going to be hard for you to sit on your confidence all the time. Confidence isn't necessarily like your opinion. Your opinion, there's no factual basis. That's just what you believe. For whatever reason, you don't have to sustain. You know, there's no nothing to substantiate why you believe what you believe. It's just what you believe. It's your opinion. You express it. But most of the time, an ego comes in because you've accomplished something and you feel very confident about what you've accomplished. And those young men that play this game of basketball have accomplished some things, and, and they have just, again, I think they've taken their game to a, a complete different level. Those four guys that I mentioned, again, I think it's all been because of the fact that, again, Coach K saved the NBA and certainly made an impact on this year's basketball season. And, of course, the playoffs has started, and uh, Kobe lost the game last night. You know, I thought perhaps maybe uh, – but but shout-out to Yao Ming. Y'all did his thing last night. And uh, I guess Houston is doing a great job with their basketball program there. But, uh, you know, shout-out to Yao. Uh, let me move on now. Um, that's one thing that I want to say. Of course, I was here – uh, in the Valley and got a chance to go over to the, I, it might have been a fan appreciation day that they had here, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, it was their mini camp, and they allowed the fans to come out and be a part of that on Saturday. And so, of course, I went out, uh, took my kids out, 
and they they were good to the fans. You know, they they had a, you know, a little mini camp. But I wanted to go see the big fella. Benny looked good. Benny looked good. Benny's in the Valley. The Valley has a running game they can count on now. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals will not have to continue to win games uh, by scoring. Well, that's the only way you win is if you score more points than the other team. But they're not going to all have to be shootouts. They're going to be able to control the ball at the end of the game because they got a big fella they can give the ball to. And, and Benny looked good. But more surprisingly, I also got to say that Kurt Warner looked good. You know, here's the man that had surgery. And, and again, I guess the medical industry, like everything else should be doing, is they're improving on their technology. And they're able to make these, uh, you know, medical improvements uh, that allows the recovery of, of of athletes and of human beings to be a fraction of what it used to be. And uh, Kurt Warner, I mean, I, I forgot the fact that he had some type of hip surgery. And uh, he looked very, very good. Uh, Matt Liner, you know, I'm a man. I can't say that Matt looked good because if you're talking about football, I, I've never told you that Matt looks good, okay? So, you know, we're still working on Matt. But Kurt Warner looked good. Now, for all those who think that this Arizona Cardinal football team may be a one and done, you know, even if you do lose four or five starters and you lose, you know, offensive coordinator, you know, you know, some other coaches, that's what this game is about. I mean, you're going to lose people and, and people have to step up, you know. And so you look at the depth chart and you look what they have on their team. Yeah. I think they're still in the running. I mean, after all, you got to look at the division that they're playing against. You know, who's who's going to beat them? I mean, if you ask me, the 49ers? No, I don't think so. Not the 49ers. You know, do you think that, uh, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the Rams are going to beat them? No. The Seahawks? No. So I, I, they're, they're still, a play, in my mind, they're still a playoff team. I mean, come on. They got Kurt Warner. But I, I'm going to talk about something else, too, and that, that, that's Anquan Bolton. And, again, I have a problem with people who don't respect the profession for what it is. I mean, if you look at any industry, whatever the norm is in the profession, then that's what's acceptable. It's acceptable that if you got a contract that you're not happy with in this industry of football, go get another one. Now, if you got a contract that, the owners are not happy with and they don't think you're living up to it guess what they do they cut you so think about that who has the leverage well whoever is doing well if you're not doing so well so in other words if the owners are doing well they're making money but you're not playing well and they don't want to pay you they get rid of you if you're doing well and you got a contract but you want more more money you ask for it you demand it and in this industry many times you get it but for those people out there that feel that it's not the right thing to ask for a salary increase and more money after you just signed a contract for a couple years ago, then you're still living a couple years ago because that time has come and passed because you can do that. It's perfectly normal in this industry. And I don't even know why they call them contracts in football, you know, because nobody's held to anything. Other than each week, but beyond that week, you're not held to anything. 
If you want to let him go the next week, you can let him go. You know, I, I guess I'll tell you a little bit more about that so some people can understand that football, it's a different industry. They got different rules. You play by those rules, you play that game. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, and we'll be right back after this message. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. And, of course, uh, before we left, uh, I just started to talk uh, a little bit about the fact that, uh, you know, y- you got to get what you can get when you can get it. I mean, there, there used to be years ago, and I believe it was Herschel Walker. There was a discussion of Herschel Walker possibly coming out of school, leaving the University of Georgia because a football team had offered him one million dollars, and 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 people. This was this was water fountain discussions going on here. Now people were actually concerned uh, 
about why would that person leave the university to go get a million dollars? It was really, you know, some people were baffled by that. A million dollars, he's going to go play football for a million dollars. Nobody at that time was getting a million dollars to play football. And so Herschel Walker, of course, left and went and got the money and had the opportunity if he had chose, and I don't know if he did or if he did not, but had the opportunity to go back and finish his education. But there's only a window of opportunity for an athlete, whatever sport you play, to be compensated because sooner or later, either old age and old age in football, maybe 30 is going to catch up with you or injury is going to catch up with you. But your time, your that window will close. So whenever that window presents itself, you have to make the best of it. Now, I started to talk a little bit about these things they call contracts. Now, perhaps maybe Webster's needs to change the definition of contracts because Webster's and the NFL got two different definitions because what we all, you know, understand to be a contract is not the definition of what a contract is when you play pro football. Now, pro basketball, pro baseball, maybe tennis, maybe hockey, a little bit different. Football, no. So the fact that somebody signs a contract. And the people here in the Valley, some people here in the Valley are upset about the fact that they think that Anquan Bolden is not honoring up to his obligations because he signed a contract. I say to those people, what happens when the owner decides that he wants to fire you because you didn't perform? So he fires you. Maybe you got injured. He, he, he wants to fire you. He, he can do that. Yeah, you may get, yeah, there's some money you may be entitled to, you know, because you're still banged up, but they can fire you. So it's just like everything else. I guess in our economy, it's, it's supply and demand. But in, in this particular industry, it's a little different, you know. And yet, I guess the demand for your skill set, when, when you are in demand, when you're at the top of your game, you have to go back and change things. I mean, come on, folks. That's not, it's, it's, it's not that he's doing the worst thing in the world to ask for more money. There are a lot of things out there in life that we say that are priceless, I like to ask those out there who don't believe that these young men should get more money after they've had a great season, knowing that one injury can take you out. Did you not see the Jets game last year when Anquan was taken out? Where Kurt Warner was just so overcome by emotion that he and his wife had a discussion about him retiring. Now, Kurt didn't get hit. It wasn't even Kurt's fault, really, that Anquan got hit the way he did. I mean, it was truly, even though a player was fined for it, you know, it was truly an accident, but it, but it happened. But the fact of the matter is, a hit like that, as far as I'm concerned, that hit is priceless. That hit is priceless in the sense that there's no price you should be able to put on anybody's life that they should take a hit like that. That is, you know, if you ask somebody, okay, how much could I pay you for, me, for you to let somebody hit you like that? Give me a number. Give me a number. And I guarantee you, anybody who gives a number and a number is a very small number has probably never been on the football field. But I can guarantee you they've never been hit like that. I mean, this man's sinus, I think, is cracked. I don't know how. I, I, there is no other sport 
I, you know, I doubt there's, I, I don't even think that Anquan Bolden could go to another team and pass a physical. Not, not a real doctor, maybe a team doctor. And, and okay, doc, I'm sorry. All those of you out there who are, you know, who are medical doctors, I apologize. I didn't mean to say not a real doctor. What I mean is a doctor that's not a team physician. That any doctor that is not a team doctor, if they were to look and examine Anquan Bolden, I bet you their professional opinion would be that based upon what happened to him and the kind of hit he took, that he should never play pro football again. It's just, man, it's it's amazing the punishment that some of these people go through. You should take a look. Look at some old footage if it's out there someplace. You might be able to even Google, uh, YouTube it. Joe Theismann. See if you can YouTube Joe Theismann and uh, it breaks his uh, leg. Or Lawrence Taylor breaks Joe Theismann's leg. Look at that and then tell me how much somebody would have to pay you in order for you to let somebody do that to you. You can't put a dollar amount on that. And so that's why when there are players who have a very good football season, even though they've signed a contract one or two or three years ago, makes no difference. And there's an opportunity for them to get some additional revenue. They go after it because one of those plays can happen at any time and their career is over and they never make any more money performing a job of which they love to perform, it's over with. You never get to play that game again. And see, that's different than in entertainment in terms of, let's say, somebody who is an actor or an actress, somebody who is musically inclined and gifted either to sing or to play. You can do that forever. A doctor, you know, a surgeon, as long as his hands are okay, you know, he can, you know, perform surgery for a, quite a long time. CPA, an attorney, you know, those are, you know, those careers last decades and decades. The average football career lasts three and a half years. And so just like uh, how about you remember uh, maybe a year or so we wake up one morning. We went to bed last night. Gas was how much? We woke up the next morning. Gas had gone up five cents, ten cents. Why? Who decided that gas was going to go up? Didn't I just have a deal with you? I just paid you, you know, three dollars and fifty cents last night. Now you want three fifty five? You want three sixty? What's the deal? You, you know. So listen, sports it, it's different. Football is different. And I'm I'm going to really hit you with one now. Wait till your son, your brother or your husband, or your cousin is the one that's on the field that's getting hit and laying out on the field, out cold. Woody Hayes used to always tell us, it's not the one that's laying on the ground and he's moving around, he's screaming and hollering. Don't worry about that one. The one you worry about is the one like Anquan Bolden who lays on the field and doesn't move. When you ask him what's the matter, he doesn't even hear you. So, yes, it's priceless. I don't care what they get paid. You've been on that football field one time. I still don't know who hit me and knocked me out in Chicago. I never got the number. Didn't get the license plate for sure. I, I could have swore it was a Mack truck. But something or somebody hit me in, you know, Chicago Stadium. And to this day, 20 years later, I can't tell you who or what it was. But it wasn't right. <laughs> they shouldn't be able to hit you that hard. It should be against the law. And if you did that. Uh, you know, out on the streets, it would be against the law. But I, I you know, I kind of got off on something. But let me let me, let me pay tribute to somebody. 
you know, as athletes, we're always, you know, supposed to be role models. And the best role that I think that an athlete can play is to show a young man, or if you're female, a young lady, how to play the game the way you play it. And then if you ever get a chance to spend some time with that person, you know, outside or off the field, then you demonstrate a kinder, gentler side of you as a human being and show that to a person to maybe give them an example of how they could be nice to other people. It, it just so happens that these are the kind of stories that I like to tell. You know, something that I, I didn't even know existed happened. There was a young man when I was living in Philadelphia, you know, just retired from playing with the Eagles and the Browns, and a young man was brought to my house uh, by a friend of mine. Shout out, Federoff Colin, better known as Fed. That's right. Fed is a man who takes care of Mr. Murphy. Eddie Murphy does just about everything to keep the man's life in order. Shout out to Fed. Fed being the kind of person he was, he brought this young man to my home by the name of Chris Vincent. Chris was an outstanding young football player who hoped to one day, you know, play in the NFL. Now, there's no guarantee, but this is one of those feel-good stories. Shout out to Chris Vincent, Arizona Cardinal running back from West Philly. Gets a chance to play for the Arizona Cardinals. And I get a chance to see him and say hello to him. Now, that, now that's something Whereas that's really the feel-good side of sports, is, is to be able to say hello to somebody when he's little, talk to him about, you know, what it's like to play in the NFL, you know, tell him how things can work out, provided he does the right thing, stays healthy, you know, gets his grades, comes a good citizen. Chris did it all. <laughs> you know, went to Valley Forge Military Academy, left there, went to the Oregon Ducks, and now I, this, I think this is his second year, and I got a chance to see him, of course, at the mini camp, and, uh, you know, Chris is uh, on that roster there as a running back, and it's not as crowded as it was. We, You know, Edge is gone. Uh, Chris also played some linebacker at Oregon, so, he, you know, this is a running back that, that can run the ball, you know, and with authority, and and has got some speed to him, so... I think next year this running game is going to surprise a lot of people. The running game that the Arizona Cardinals have are, are slowly but surely putting together here. I think when they look at the Super Bowl and, and some other games last year, there were certainly some areas of priority, and I'm sure that running back was one of those. So uh, I, I, as I told Chris, listen, there may be somebody's name who's on that starting position, but running backs are committees nowadays. He just needs to find a way, and he will find a way to get himself on that field uh, and to maybe touch the ball a few times, but if not on special teams. Because in my opinion, that's how the Cardinals can win a whole lot of football games next year. That's how every team can win a whole lot of football games is special teams. Shout out to Chris Vincent. Chris will be with us next week here in the studios on Rail Sports. Of course, uh, coming to you every Tuesday. I think I got to take a break because I hear some music. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix Living Like It Matters. I'm going to take a break, and I think I'll come back. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Joe Cribs, No Average Joe is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix and living like it matters. And I think today we're supposed to hit that triple-digit number for the first time. Uh, that happens quite often here, of course, in Arizona. It is the desert. It's getting kind of hot. And I uh, started to talk a little bit about the Arizona Cardinals. Of course, I started that off by uh, talking a little earlier about the fact that Kurt Warner looked very good. Um also talked about Anquan and his contract and uh, him wanting to be compensated, and, and deservingly so. I think he should be compensated, um, at least if he's going to stay on this team. If he's going to stay on this team and play for this team, he should he deserves to get a raise, some additional money. If he were to go to another team, uh I'm not sure that he would deserve some money because I don't know what he did for that team. You know, perhaps maybe if he, after he gets there and he's accomplished something for that team, then he might feel that they have an obligation to compensate him, you know, accordingly. But certainly I think he's earned the right here with the Arizona Cardinals to have his compensation increased. And, of course, in our, you know, my feel-good story is Chris Vincent 
running back from Oregon, who I think is this is going to be a second year here with the Arizona Cardinals. Wishing him well. Chris is going to join us next week. He's actually traveling to California now, and uh, it's just one of those feel-good stories. And that's what you get a chance to do. I, I don't care what profession you're in. You can all, everyone, they always, they used to be old cliche, each one teach one. You can always help a, a younger person because we're all going to turn this, this, you know, this earth, our, our place over to somebody else, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being a good example. And, uh, and then to be able to see your work, you know, after you've done something, you've, you've impacted somebody's life in some, some capacity uh, to be able to see it come full circle. And, and now I can see that young man. In an NFL uniform. So, again, shout out to uh, Chris Vincent. But uh, talking a little bit more about the Arizona Cardinals and, and the minicamp, of course, they had no pads on, but but they they, they look sharp. I mean, the passing game still you can still look sharp. Kurt looked good throwing the ball. Um, uh, of course, Anquan you know wasn't running routes, but Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Larry Larry looked good. You know, uh, Larry Larry's a big boy too, and uh, and and he looked good. I was. Uh, also happy to see on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, although again, uh, no pads were on, but but they look crisp. I, I look as I said, the Arizona Cardinals certainly a playoff team, and uh, you know once you make it to the big dance, you can continue to go forward. And so I see them winning their conference. Uh, well, I see them winning their division, and who knows they could, you know, win the conference. We're, we're going to go over the schedule a little bit later, but. Uh, that's something that could happen. Um, something else that's concerning people. You got you got other guys, and I think it's Carlos Dansby, if I'm not mistaken, who could possibly be, um, you know, also looking for some additional, you know, money uh, from the team uh, because of his play. Now, here's what you must, everybody must understand: when a person is playing football, you can only be judged upon your performance. The, the performance of the team, that's okay. It is a team, but it's a team made up of individual performances. Now, there are bonuses that perhaps maybe if the team accomplishes certain things, then everybody will be rewarded. But then you have an individual contract, and based upon what your contract states, you'll be compensated as you accomplish certain milestones. So if one person on the team thinks he's deserving of more money <laughs> that doesn't mean that you all of a sudden gotta think you deserve to get more money but but people will put it out there like that like somebody's a cancer and you know all of a sudden if one person thinks they deserve more money than some you know other people just think they deserve more money and and I've, I've i've been you know a part of a situation like that and 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 it does it's not always good to be a part of a situation like that particularly when you're the person who perhaps maybe some people may look at it as, as you're the person, you know, that triggered this entire thing. The fact of the matter is I stood with my head high, and, and I'm saying this because Larry Fitzgerald should stand with his head high as well because, you know, Anquan Bolton can, you know, ask for more money, but if he was not performing, he wouldn't be asking for more money. Larry Fitzgerald performed well, and he got more money. And Quan Bowden performed well, and he wants more money. So Larry Fitzgerald should not feel bad about that. He should continue to perform the way he is. The other guys that are around, if they're asking for more money, they're asking for more money because they performed well. 
They're not going to have another. You can't ask for more money when you don't perform well. The only time you can ask for more money is when you perform well. So when I look on the defensive side of the ball, the Arizona Cardinals, there are a few guys on that side of the ball that performed well. They performed well enough for that team to go to the Super Bowl last year. Some of them, one of them, two of them may think they deserve a little bit more money. That could be the case. You can ask for more money. It's okay. The only time I have a problem with a person in this whole pursuit of getting more is when getting more actually costs you more. And let me explain that. You may not get more, but you'll hold out and they'll start finding you and you're losing money. Never lose money. Never lose money. Don't miss, you know, mandatory workouts. Don't miss practice. Don't sit out. Don't miss games. You never can make that money up. Ask for more money at the right time, whenever that may be. But when they start leveling fines, don't do that. Go in, perform, continue to perform, and get your money. Now, let's, let, let's move on a little bit because I want to talk about these Arizona Cardinals because I, I'm here now. I've been in the Valley. When I came to the Valley, I was very critical. I looked at the team. I was very critical. Uh, my man Rod Hood is out of here now. We got a, we, isn't it something? We got a cornerback comes in from the team that just beat us for the for the uh, world championship, and he's going to be starting a corner now. Rod Hood is out, and uh, and we made some changes at at corner. Pittsburgh Steelers is going to come in and, and perhaps maybe start on the other side of Camardi. Uh, but I like this Arizona Cardinal football team. That the Valley, this is not a one and done. Everybody should be happy about what's happening here now. In this in in the valley, I mean the the team, as I said, had many camp. There were tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of fans that were there. You know, th- this is ex- the the economy is 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 it's been bad out here as well as every place else across the country. But now football season starting to come. The basketball team, okay, Shaq, y'all got to get it together. You know, because you know everybody's wondering about you know what kind of town this is, and you know it's it's a good sports town. But Shaq, y'all got to get that thing together. <laughs> we cannot have See, the worst thing you ever want to do in sports is to be a part of a team when the season is still in season and you're not in season, meaning you now become a fan. The worst thing for any professional athlete to do is to be a fan of the sport when you're playing the sport. You're not hurt, right? No. You're healthy, right? Playoffs going on? Yeah. Well, what the hell? What's going on? See, now all of a sudden the fans ain't getting their money's worth because they should have an extended season. And we don't have an extended basketball season here in the Valley right now. So that's not good. Suns, get it together. But the Arizona Cardinal football team, they, they got it together, and they're moving towards uh, people are now. It, it is the draft was just over. It's May, and people are ready for Arizona Cardinal football. Now, I can tell you that hasn't happened since the first time they came to this city. Hasn't happened. It is now May. And people are looking forward to they're excited about the season. That is a that's a great feeling to have to be a part of a team where, you you know, there's actually people outside waiting to get your autograph. <laughs> you know, there's people who actually think they actually want to take a picture with you. You know, people actually go out and buy your jerseys. You know, people are actually excited about you can actually have some national TV games. By the way, national TV games, <laughs> this team is going to be doing pretty good. I mean, there's going to be some some prime time exposure. Not quite like it. I think that, you know, that the league kind of did the Cardinals wrong on this one. That there could have been a lot more national TV games. 
But there, there's going to be some good games, you know, televised games, and they got a good schedule. And, and I think, again, remember now, it's the division. It, the more so than anything else, for all those people out there to think they're going to be one and done, remember the division they play in. You win your division, you automatically are in the playoffs. Win that division. And I know the Arizona Cardinals are going to be able to do that because what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to start going over this schedule a little bit here. Preseason, they open up at Pittsburgh. Wow, have we heard that before? I mean, that's what's the last thing that's in our mind. But it, guess what? It's a preseason game. It doesn't count. Doesn't count. You know, well, let me take that back. Preseason does count for a lot of young men that are trying to get a job. So it's not fair to say that preseason does not count. So I retract that, rescind that, and that's not a correct statement. In the win-loss column for the regular season, preseason does not count. But even in terms of your mental edge, I think anytime you get on the field as an athlete, if there's a score being kept, you want to win. So preseason does count. I retract that. So let's start with Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, the last time we played them, they beat us and they won the Super Bowl, but we're going to beat them in preseason just to know, okay, we knew we could have did it anyway, so we're going to beat them in preseason. Notice I am now saying we. I am in the Valley now almost three years, left the East Coast, you know, left Ohio, you know, wow. And now I'm now saying we when I say the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I'll stick with it for a while <laughs> until the Eagles or the Browns come in. But anyway, then the next game is that the San Diego Chargers are coming into the Valley. I think that's going to be a little tough for Chargers to come in here. Second game, now the second game of the preseason, that means, that, that means a little bit more than that first preseason game. It means a little bit more to some people trying to make a job. I mean, try to get a job, but also the team. You know, now you're looking for that continuity. You, you're really looking to try to establish some things. So that game has a little bit more on the line. And every time I get started, I hear that music. But that's okay. That's a good thing. That means that we're moving along and you're still with me. If you hear it, I hear it. But you know what that means. We've got to take a break. You're listening to Rayella Sports on the Voice of America Network. We're going to take a break and we'll be back for the last session. And I'll finish out the schedule for you. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. I'm Lori Tucker with FedEx. Did you know that one in eight babies is born prematurely and more newborns die from premature birth than any other cause? 
Well, solutions are within our grasp. Together with the March of Dimes, we can find the causes of premature birth and help moms have healthy, full-term babies. Join the March of Dimes and FedEx by signing the petition for preemies at marchadimes.com slash petition. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports all right we're back you listen to rail of sports on the voice america network shout out to my man d-man d-man over at football.com and mike beacon as well guys do a great job over there Hope to be doing some business with those guys real soon. But I uh, wanted to get back as I was going through this schedule and uh, just talk about the Arizona Cardinals and uh, what this schedule looks like. And, and I do this each year. I go through the schedule and I kind of give you my opinion as to where I think the Cardinals will finish up and, and how well they'll do. And... Um, when Wiz first got to town, I I thought they'd make the playoffs. They didn't make the – they should have made the playoffs. They didn't make the playoffs. Um, last year, uh, I picked them to win their division. Uh, I picked them to play in the NFC Championship game. Um, but I picked the Eagles to be the ones who actually go to the Super Bowl. So I was I was pretty close. Um I guess uh, in horseshoes I might have might have won, but uh, this isn't horseshoes, so close doesn't count. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna finish and go over the schedule. But I was into the preseason game, and that second preseason game against the San Diego Chargers coming in. You know, we might even get a chance to see LT then. Maybe probably won't see him in the first preseason game. Um, but against the uh, Arizona Cardinals here, he may play. Then we have a game against the uh, Green Bay Packers coming in, of course, and uh, that's the third preseason game now that preseason game is the one that's really important and that's the one that the starters will probably play uh, a good portion of that game Um, and um, you get a chance to see what you really have then because the next season I mean the next week uh, which actually takes you into September and uh, September 3rd as a matter of fact it's a Thursday night they're playing the Denver Broncos Uh, I'm sure all those people out there who've been following the shenanigans that's going on in Denver. A lot of people from Denver, you know, live here in the Valley. Um, So they'll be playing the Broncos. And uh, shout out to Josh McDaniels, homeboy Josh McDaniels and uh, Canton, Ohio. And, um, you know, hopefully he'll get his football team together and they'll have a decent season. Um, But but that final preseason game there, again, some people will take the time to play their starters that first quarter, play them the entire first quarter maybe entire first half, but you won't see him in the 
second half. You know, you're getting ready for the regular season. And and, and I don't know. Now we're going to start the regular season. And I just don't know why in, in this division, you know, why does the Arizona Cardinals and the San Francisco 49ers continue to play each other, you know, their first game of the season? That's, you know, either, whichever team loses that game, you know, that's a that's a substantial loss because it puts you, you know, 0-1, but it also puts you, you know, in last place in your division. So that's, you know, that's, you know, I don't know why they do that, but since I've been here, it seems like they've been doing that. Now, they've been playing the 49ers, and, you know, Frank over there, uh, that's not going to be easy, an easy game. And Coach Singletary, you know, Mike said he can't play with them. The ones he can't play with, I'm, I can assure you by that time he would have gotten rid of them. And so Mike is going to come in here. Singletary's troop is going to come in here. They're going to be ready. That, that is going to be a very – that San Francisco 49ers game against the Arizona Cardinals, that is going to be a barn buster. I mean, that, that's going to be a hell of a football game. That for, I think that's going to be a very physical football game. You know, I, I think Mike Singletary is going to put together that kind of team with the San Francisco 49ers now. They know what they have in their coach. They know what the expectations are of their coach. And, and he knows what to expect out of his team. And Mike is going to try to build a team the way he played. A very, very physical, aggressive football team. And, and, and I think that the Arizona Cardinals, many people don't look at the Arizona Cardinals as a, a physical football team. But the Arizona Cardinals have a fast, physical football team. It's no joke when you play against the Cardinals. You you can get you better have your head on a swivel when you play the Arizona Cardinals. You can get hurt in a football game against the Arizona Cardinals. They can hurt you. This is not a finesse football team. We may pass the ball on the offensive side of the ball, but defensively you can you can get hit against the Arizona Cardinals. So that that game is going to be a very very physical game on September 30th. So, but I gotta say the Cardinals come out on top of that. I, I gotta give the Cardinals a win. Uh, you know, for that game right there. And then and then, then they got to go to Jacksonville. And, you know, Jacksonville's doing some things down there with that team. Uh, you know, they, they've made some changes. But uh, that's that, that'll that be interesting uh, to travel to Jacksonville. Again, to traveling to the East Coast. You know how the West Coast teams go East. It's always difficult. Time adjustments. And then, you know, the heat here in Arizona is one thing. But the heat in Florida is a hum is a very very humid type of heat, and there's there's no dome there, so there will be outside, and uh, you know that's going to be a one o'clock game in the afternoon. So uh, I'm gonna say the Cardinals come out of that. That's two wins for the Cardinals. So two and zero. Oh. So now Peyton comes to town. Peyton's place is here in the Valley now when he comes in and he's going to try to establish this as Peyton's place. Well, no, don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't think that the, that the uh, Indianapolis Colts will be able to come in here and win. So I think going into the bye week, the Arizona Cardinals are going to be 3-0. They're going to be 3-0. and And then after the bye week, the Arizona Cardinals now, of course, are going to be playing the Houston Texans at home. Coming off a of bye, you know, Houston's been, you know, trying to put that team together. Uh, and and they, they're doing a pretty good job, you know. Um, I think it was Cushing they got maybe in the first round this year, you know, linebacker, Southern Cal. Uh, you know, I think they're going to do a pretty good job this year. But, again, I don't think, th- you know, so now we got the Arizona Cardinals possibly at 4-0 first time in history. I don't think the team's ever been 4-0. And the, the entire lifetime of this team, I don't think they've been that way. Uh, then they got to go to Seattle, uh, go up and play the Seahawks. Now, can I possibly say that, 
the Arizona Cardinals could be 5-0? and Could I possibly say that? I'm going to say it. Arizona Cardinals 5-0, and but they go to New York, and I'm sorry, that's just too much. You got to go in and play the Giants in Giants Stadium, and I think that's just too much. So I think they lose there. So now they're 5-1. and one. Then the Carolina Panthers come in, and, you know, uh, the Carolina Panthers, ooh, ooh, that's not an easy one. And you're just coming back from the Giants, you know, you're tired, you know, and, okay, that's a, it's going to be a late game. I'm kind of stuck on that one, but, you know, I'll give it to them again. Uh, they're going to take it on the, you know, they're going to take a loss. So now they're about four and two, five and two. And then at Chicago, Dez, come on, man, take it easy on us. I think we can go to Chicago. Chicago's going to have a, a good team this year. You know, Big Orlando's going to be able to, you know, hold it down. You got another first rounder coming on the other side of him. I, hey, and, and of course they got Jay. They got a good quarterback, good quarterback, good tight end, good, good running back. Chicago, I don't. That's going to be tough for us to go into Chicago. So we get into our first three game losing. We lose three in a row, but then Seattle comes in and we win. We beat Seattle. Then we go to St. Louis, the Rams, and we beat the Rams. You know, then at Tennessee, and I'm sorry, I don't think Jeff Fisher just got to play good football down there. I don't think we can do that. The Vikings come in. The Vikings come in, and we beat the Vikings. Then we go to San Francisco, and Mike Singletary took a loss the first the first time. I don't think he takes a loss again. Then we go to Detroit, and we win at Detroit. Of course we're going to win at Detroit. You think I'm going to put us down to lose at Detroit? And then, of course, we got the St. Louis Rams. You know that's another win. The Green Bay Packers last game of the season. What do you think? Come on, we played them in preseason. We saw what they looked like. It was next to the last preseason game. They are who they thought they were, right? <laughs> Shout out to Denny. But uh no, that that last Green Bay Packer win, we go out with a bang. So we, you know, got three wins. So hey, so I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Wow. Eleven and five. 11 and 5. You heard it. That's what I said. Arizona Cardinals, 11 and 5. There's no reason why they can't do it. In fact, if they don't do it, I'll be a little disappointed. This is a good football team. I'm asking you to do like I did. Stay with them. Don't give up on them. It's right here. They, they, they're looking for something. They're destined to get something. What is it? A Super Bowl championship. That's what they're looking for. Are you asking me to say it? Yes. I'm going to say it. Arizona Cardinals, 2010 Super Bowl champs. I said it. You heard it right here on Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. You heard the music, so you know what I got to do. I got to say what I always say. It's that time, so I got to go. But I said it first. Arizona Cardinals, Super Bowl champs, 2010. Hey, and I got to do it. I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Plus, I got a few dollars, I can fight the case. So I pull over to the side of the road. I heard, son, do you know why I'm stopping you for? Cause I'm young and I'm black and my hat's real low. Do I look like a mind reader, sir? I don't know.